Welcome to the Red Pill Sports Podcast. Combating Woke Inc.'s takeover of sports. Red Pill Sports Podcast. Sports done right. All right, all right. Thank you for joining us on this Wednesday. Uh, of course, you pick this up at different times, so you may not know when we're actually doing the podcast. And you guys on Facebook Live, you're definitely knowing uh, the difference. But we're so thankful to have all of you here. And uh, I'm so sorry about last night. I know that we had advertised uh, that we would be doing the saga of Peyton Hillis and of Joe Delaney uh, last night. Uh, felt a little bit under the weather. It was a really weird deal I had. I would call it like a TMJ. Never had it before. Uh, really kind of like an earache combination toothache. Uh, someone told me that they thought there was a virus going around. Uh, and man, it, it really put the, uh, put the Watusi on me and I went to bed fairly early and I probably could have muscled through it and probably should have, but uh, just didn't have it in me. So thank you. And and I've done a couple of podcasts for a couple of different, um, one for Red Peel earlier in the day. Wasn't, wasn't like super tired, just, just didn't feel well. So thanks again for the patience. Thank you for supporting Red Pill Sports. Super excited about the new podcast. We uh, kind of debuted uh, a preview of it yesterday on the Red Pill Sports Podcast, and that is the Coolest Medicare Podcast. And that is with Brian Coolis, and we're kind of playing off of K-U-L-I-S, his last name, and uh, and he's going to make this real entertaining, uh, really fun, as he talks about Medicare. So I, I erroneously said yesterday something about uh you know, Social Security something. This is not about Social Security. It's about Medicare. So I uh, want to clarify that. He didn't, he was nice enough not to correct me, but you're going to love Brian. Brian is so entertaining. going to be a great time. But tonight we're going to be talking about, it's kind of a, it's a celebration of a miracle. It's also a um, bittersweet show. Uh, but I want to tie in something toward the end that I think will, uh, I hope, let me let me say it that way. I hope we'll you'll get some real uh, benefit out of and and some value out of. Uh, but I want to parallel or juxtapose uh, the life of Peyton Hillis and the life of Joe Delaney. Two very similar situations. Uh, you saw it on our uh, on our promo. There's a picture of Peyton Hillis. Uh, is actually his John Madden. Uh, picture that was on Madden NFL uh, back in the day. And so we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, tonight we're brought to you by the most patriotic, patriotic uh, car dealership in America, and that is uh, Red River Auto, redriverauto.com. You don't want to forget about these guys. Listen, do us a favor. If you're buying a car, uh, go check out redriverauto.com. They are phenomenal. Uh, and then also... MyPillow.com. Don't forget about the promo code uh, RED. And we'll be talking a little bit more about that uh, in the coming uh, days. We've got some new sponsors uh, coming up. We've got a, one called the uh, Red Wave Box. It is a su- subscription box for, for MAGA conservatives. 
Uh, I'm going to talk a little politics tonight, if that's all right. I may do that. Uh, l- let me do that first, and then we'll go into our show. I'd like to end the show um, kind of with with the uh, premiere for tonight. So well, this will be kind of a. But I've been I've been watching Vivek Ramaswamy, uh, the Indian. Uh, he's an American born in Ohio. Uh, but his parents were originally from India. He's born in America. He's 37 years of age. And man, what a phenomenal, phenomenal guy. Uh, I got an email today. Let me see if I can find that. Uh, find that email that I got from him today. And uh, he, he sent an email that talked about, here it is, 10 truths, no lies. Okay. Uh, there's only... There's only one, not yours, not mine, just pure truth. This is from Vivek Vivek Ramaswamy, young man running for president. I really hope that President Trump will choose him as his vice president, uh, 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 running mate. In today's bureaucratic political climate where spin is all the administrative state knows how to do, we stand by the cold, hard facts. I'm not afraid to say them. This is an email trying to raise money. God is real. There are two genders. These are 10. That's number two. God is real. There are two genders. Human flourishing requires fossil fuels. Reverse racism is still racism. An open border is no border. Parents determine the education of their children. The nuclear family is the greatest form of governance known to mankind. Capitalism lifts people up from poverty. There are three branches of the U.S. government, not four. The U.S. Constitution is the strongest guarantor of freedoms in history. That is powerful, my friend. Phenomenally, um, uh, phenomenally uh, 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 just charismatic, but also uh, very conservative, very super articulate. I heard him on Squawk Box uh, talking about uh, the ESG, the uh, what is it, economic social grade, and man just blew the guy from the European Union, blew him totally out of the water. This guy can stand toe to toe with anybody, uh, and uh, I, I I really really think he is the real deal. I I, I sincerely do, and so uh, check him out, Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, I do want to talk just a second about the indictment of President Trump. I think it's going to backfire, uh, backfire on the Democrats and the Republicans. Listen, don't don't be fooled. The Re- Republicans are in on this as much as Democrats. Don't be fooled a minute. Ronald McDaniel raised more money off of Donald Trump than than anybody since Ronald Reagan, uh, as far as the GOP. It wasn't wasn't Ronald McDaniel then? But uh, they've dropped President Trump like a hot potato. They are praying that he gets indicted, uh, I, I mean convicted. Uh, I think it's going to backfire on them. I think if President Trump will uh, choose uh, Vavik Ramaswamy as his running mate, uh, I believe it'll be the largest Republican vote in history. I really believe that. Uh, Vavik uh, Ramaswamy is from Ohio. So he nails Ohio. President Trump will nail Florida, being a resident of Florida, um, and the Cuban vote, uh, the Spanish vote in Florida. Look, Ron DeSantis is a great governor. I like Ron DeSantis a lot. Ron DeSantis is like watching a moth sleep. He is that boring. Uh, and here's another thing. 
uh, a guy of his lack of height, and this is so, uh, this is so uh, surface and vain, but it's 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 also steeped in reality. Someone of his uh, short and stocky uh, build, uh, not particularly very telegenic, not very articulate, but not very uh, smooth or uh, uh, endearing. In this in this time of television and and uh, slick, you know. Uh, you know, television-oriented type of campaigning. He just, I, you know, and, and I think uh, the people surrounding him that are going after President Trump, I just, I think it is a fool's errand. And I, I, I really, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb right now and say this. I think he, he finishes below Vivek Ramaswamy. I think I've pronounced Ramaswamy's first name four different times so far, but that's okay. So, I think he finishes third. I think Vivek Ramaswamy, that's number five, uh, finishes a distant second from President Trump. I think Trump gets 70% of the primary, especially with this uh, legal, uh, uh, this uniparty uh, legal uh, lynching of President Trump or attempted legal lynching is going to backfire. And uh, the uniparty is going to be like Haman. Uh, on the, you know, on the uh, gallows intended for Mordecai in the book of Esther. I really believe that. So that's my opinion. I'm sticking with it. Uh, a quick programming note. Doc has been having all kind of technical troubles. We, we're trying to switch to video. We got switched to video. Had some uh, challenges there. And we've had one challenge after another. We, we you know, now are five days without a podcast but uh, let not your heart be troubled. We're, we're coming back. We're going to get there. Uh, so those of you that are Dot Washburn listeners, he's not gone. We're just having a ton of trouble. We are going to get back. Uh, hope you enjoyed the bonus edition we did for you yesterday with the Brian Coolest. Man, I enjoyed that. We've, we're trying to get Doc on, but he wasn't able to join us yesterday. I wanted him to at least be on to, uh, to, uh, for, for you to you know, just hear that he's still alive and kicking. But uh, he'll be on soon enough. I don't want to make a prediction because we've had one problem after another at the studio there. Uh, but I'm over uh, at a different studio, and uh, we're we're at the Red Pill Sports Podcast Studio. And thank you. Tell somebody about the show. Let them know about it. Uh, I tell you what I'll do. I'll do part of the saga of of uh, Peyton Hillis and Joe Delaney. And then we will take a break, uh, give you our, a couple of our new sponsors, and then we will finish up and uh, going to have a great show. Thank you. Cannot thank you enough the way this show has grown. I've been so excited, so thrilled. Be sure and tell somebody about it. Oh, by the way, we're working on a new uh, member of the Minute with a Goat. Uh, we're not going to retire our present goat, but we've got a new uh, new voice uh, we're working on, and he'll be talking about the indictment, uh, the uh, mock indictment of President Trump, uh, and uh, it'll be hilarious, and uh, it'll be a little more fun and light uh, than than we've done with our uh, our first few segments of Minute with the Goat. So make sure you 
uh, listen for that. I hope to have that finished. What's this Wednesday? I hope to have that finished before the weekend. We'll get that out to you. So thank you for your patience. Thank you again for sticking with me uh, after last night and back today. So, uh, man, I'm glad you're here. Uh, let's dig in. So tonight we're talking about the saga of Peyton Hillis and Joe Delaney. Now, there's a good and better chance you might know who Peyton Hillis is. You might not know who uh, Joe, Joe Delaney is. Joe Delaney was a running back who only played two years for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, and uh, he's actually from my hometown. And, um, uh, and then Peyton Hillis is actually from 30 minutes down the road in Conway, Arkansas. Uh, played for the University of Arkansas. Uh, is was a throwback, fullback, tougher nails, was drafted by the Cleveland Browns, played for the Browns for several years, moved on to the New York Giants. I believe he finished his career with the Giants, played about seven years, uh, had a phenomenal, uh, phenomenal uh, run, no pun intended there, but, uh, you know, fullbacks and running backs don't last long just because of the hits. He played especially bruising style of, uh, of, of fullback, and so even more so with uh, Peyton Hillis. Uh, so uh, in January, Peyton Hillis was in Florida on vacation with uh, his family and uh, quite a bit of his family, including his wife and kids, and there was this horrible accident that happened during this time. And uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you a little bit about uh, this here uh, as we make our way through uh, this tonight. Uh, and uh, we'll, uh, let, let, me, let me pull this up real quick. Uh, it says, ex-NFL star, 100% miracle that he saved his son and niece from drowning. Uh, Peyton Hillis was on Good Morning America morning before last and was talking uh, to Michael Strahan. It says, former NFL running back Peyton Hillis said it was a 100% miracle Everyone survived when he saved his son and niece from drowning, but ended up hospitalized hospitalized himself. Uh, Hillis opened up about the near-death experience in an interview with fellow former NFL player Michael Strahan on the talk show Good Morning America. Hillis was on a family vacation in Pensacola, Florida on the 4th of January when his 9-year-old son and 8-year-old niece were sucked into a powerful riptide, a rip current, uh, he heard his mother start screaming. He leaped into the water to rescue the children after not seeing any lifeguards. Uh, Hillis said, I didn't even think about it. I just reacted, started running toward the water. Uh, Hillis rec uh, recalls having to make the difficult choice of who to save first. He says, I think the scariest part of this was when I was swimming toward my son, but I had to pass him by because my niece was in more danger, uh, Hillis said. When he saw his niece safely being returned to shore on a boogie board with Hillis's sister, he went back for his son. By the time I got to my son, he was pretty much limp. Hillis said he didn't have any more strength in him to swim. After Hillis managed to get his son back to shore, he fainted. Emergency medical technicians performed rescue methods on Hillis and his sister side by side. Hillis was suffering from kidney and lung failure from the ordeal. From what I, the reports I've heard, he actually ingested so much sand that it shut down his kidneys and his lungs. Uh, Hillis told Strahan he remembered a strange experience of being able to hear conversations around him while he was unconscious. 
Hillis said a valuable lesson he learned that day was you've got to respect the water. Uh, you've got to be aware of your surroundings all the time, Hillis said. He warned others to never let their children swim in the ocean alone and to make sure they wear life jackets. The National Weather Service explains that every uh, that if ever caught in a rip, uh, rip current, it's crucial to swim parallel to the shore until you get out of it rather than swimming you know, into it or across it, swim with it. Hillis is best known for his performance during the 2010 NFL season, which saw him rush for nearly 1,200 yards and 11 touchdowns. The Arkansas native also added 477 yards of receiving, two touchdown catches to his production while landing on the cover of the Madden football video game that hit store shelves in August of 2011. He spent eight seasons in the NFL, turning pro in 2008. So, uh, ended up being a great story. He was in intensive care for, like I said, about 10 days uh, and was was very sick and nearly died. But uh, he thankfully... Uh, his sister was saved, who was trying to save the kids, from what I understand as well. Uh, his niece was saved with no residual effects. His son was saved. And actually, the person with the most that came the closest to dying was Peyton Hillis himself. A 30-year-old, you know, what, 32, 34-year-old guy, uh, younger than, than all three of my sons. Uh, so pretty, pretty scary stuff that, you know, uh, happened there. And uh, so we're just... So very thankful that that turned out like it did. I know there were a lot of people that were, uh, no doubt, were praying for him during this time and really believing that, you know, everything was going to be all right. Um, and so I, I told you in the promo or in the tease uh, that I wanted to tell you the saga of Peyton Hillis and of Joe Delaney. And, uh, you know, I wanted to start off with the the – uh, positive one first. Then I want to tell you the story of Joe Delaney. Uh, Joe Delaney was um, again. Uh, well, let me just read it to you if I don't, if you don't mind. Joe Delaney lost his life trying to save three young boys 39 years ago today, uh, and that was June 29th. So 40 years. This uh, 29th of this month will be 40 years that uh, Joe Delaney lost his life. Uh, every year on June 29th, we remember Joe Delaney. Every year on June 29th, many hear his story for the first time. Joe Delaney was 24 years of age. So Joe, Joe Delaney would be my age uh, or two years older than me. He had played two years in the NFL with the Chiefs. He rushed for 1,121 yards in his rookie season, immediately becoming one of the brightest young stars in the NFL. He averaged almost five yards per carry. Due to injury, he appeared in only eight games during his second NFL season. Joe Delaney and his wife Carolyn had three young daughters. On June 29, 1983, three young boys that Joe Delaney didn't even know had gotten into a two-acre man-made pond, and they were struggling. They needed help. Joe Delaney jumped in to help them. Joe Delaney says to his wife, when he sees these boys, I can't swim, but I've got to save these kids, Delaney said. If they don't come up, if I don't come up, get somebody, was what Delaney told his wife. One of the boys managed to get out of the pond. The other two boys drowned. Joe Delaney drowned too. 
Here's the original Associated Press story regarding Joe Delaney's death. It happened 39 years ago today. Every year on June 29th, we remember the hero, heroism and selflessness of Joe Delaney. We also remember the tragedy for Delaney, for his wife, for their children, and for the rest of his family and friends. He was 24. He acted without a single thought or hesitation. Those boys needed help, and Joe Delaney sprang into, act, into action. In 2020, Marvin Dearman, the diver who retrieved Joe Delaney from the pond, successfully lobbied for a permanent memorial to Delaney at Chenault Park in Monroe, Louisiana, the site of the incident. It never left my mind, Dearman said at the time. Basically, he died in my arms, and it's something I've never forgotten. It personally comes to mind for us every June 29th that the world needed Joe Delaney then and the world needs Joe Delaney now. Hopefully remembering Joe Delaney today will inspire others to do what needs to be done regardless of the potential consequences, especially because in most situations doing the right thing includes consequences far less permanent and severe than the ultimate sacrifice Joe Delaney made 39 years ago today. Now, what is interesting about this story and what I want to share with you uh, today, in addition to what I just read to you, uh, is the fact that uh, I didn't know Joe Delaney personally. I did know the diver that found Joe Delaney. My brother and Marvin Dearman ran together. Uh, they, they would run 10Ks. I ran 5Ks, but they ran 10Ks. And Joe... Uh, our Marvin Dearman was a Monroe policeman at the time and, and was on the dive team. And so he was responsible for diving down and getting Joe Delaney. And um, I remember the day that this happened. It happened at a place called Critters Creek, which was like a theme park. And they had built this retaining pond and put a fence around it. These three kids jumped the fence and was trying to swim in this pond and uh, lost, two of them lost their lives. And Joe Delaney uh, was there with his three little girls and with his wife and, um, and, and jumped the fence to try to save these kids and in the process lost his own life. And then we juxtaposed that with the wonderful story of Peyton Hillis uh, coming out of the... Uh, near-death experience he did to save his niece and to save his son, uh, ingesting all the sand he did, damaging his kidneys, damaging his lungs to such a degree that he was in ICU for 10 days. Yet at the end of it all, he walks away, and Joe Delaney's uh, been gone now 40 years uh, in less than uh, in about two weeks. Uh, I think about Joe Delaney's wife. She would be now uh, my age. I think about his daughters now who will be, you know, young ladies in their mid-40s. And yet it's been 40 years and I, I'm not even a family member. I was just, I knew Joe Delaney casually because uh, I knew of him because of his association with where I'm from, uh, and that he was an NFL player, but that was the extent of it. And yet I'm profoundly impacted by a man that would give his life 
And here's the thing. He didn't think he, he wasn't, uh, he, it wasn't like he was this great swimmer and he knew that he could save the kids. He told his wife, I'm not very good swimming, uh, but I got to go in. He knew that it would probably, uh, you know, it, or at least it very well could not end well. With a great career, with a great future, with three little girls and with a wife, uh, just taking a little time off and enjoying life, he jumps that fence and jumps in that water. And I think, wow, you know, what a, what a sacrifice. And then I thought about what I wanted to leave you with here tonight was I thought about the contrast and how Joe Delaney's situation and how Peyton Hillis's situation uh, are so different, and yet they are so much like life. How that, and Wayne Watson wrote a song, if some of you may remember that name, Wayne Watson was a Christian songwriter, and he, he wrote a song about the ultimate healing. And he said, why is it some people get up and walk away? Some people get up and walk out of the ICU. Some people get up and walk away from cancer. And, and then he said this, some find ultimate relief. And he called it the ultimate healing. Uh, and and I, and I thought about Joe Delaney. I thought about his heroism. I thought about how selflessness, the, 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 how unselfish or the unselflessness or selflessness, unselfishness that he portrayed. And I thought, you know, there are people today and there, I don't want to get too, uh, you know, too, you know, uh, one dimensional here or thinking about, you know, one era versus another era, because I believe there are people today that are just as selfless. We see it on the news every day and we hear about it. Uh, but I don't want to forget when I was, I, I wanted to tell you and I wanted to uh, to kind of remind us and just to celebrate the miraculous of, of Peyton Hillis and, and his story. And it's a feel-good story. But I didn't want to do that without time. And that's why we used the graphic we did of Peyton Hillis and of Joe Delaney kind of intersected on that picture. And I think I may even do a T-shirt and give the money to charity, to, you know, some charity of Joe Delaney's family, uh, and maybe to Peyton Hillis, but if, if they'll allow us to do it, I would love to, I, w I would love to uh, do that, and, and just every dime go to their favorite charity for maybe children that, you know, rec recovering from this type of tragedy. Uh, but I think that picture of Joe Delaney, if you've not seen it, you can go to uh, My Red Pill Sports or go to Red Pill Sports on Facebook, on Twitter, My Red Pill Sports, and you can see the picture. And it's a picture of Peyton Hillis uh, in his Cleveland Browns number 40 uh, and then a smiling picture of Joe Delaney, and they're kind of melded together. And I thought how much like life that is that some people – uh, just seem to walk through the fire and not be burned. Some people lose their life in the cancer, lose their life in the accident. And and how 
life can be seem to be so unfair and yet it can be so miraculous for some people. And I think the lesson we take from it is we we grieve the one that is lost and we pay honor to the one that is lost and we comfort the family of the one that is lost, but not at the expense of celebrating the one that is saved, the one that is uh, finds uh, relief and finds healing and finds the miraculous. Uh, and we don't, uh, we don't try to lump them together, but we, we, we grieve at the same time that we celebrate. And that's not always easy, is it? It's not always easy. Uh, you know, the Bible tells us that we are to we are to rejoice with those who rejoice and we are to weep with those who weep. And I find myself as a pastor and been a pastor now for 38 years. I've literally gone from uh, a hospital room where my wife and I celebrated the birth of a child and drove across town and sat with a family as they wept and cried because they lost a loved one. I never forget many years ago, it was actually our family member, actually two of our family members that were born uh, on the same day uh, in two different hospitals. We had uh, two nieces born on, on the same day, not the exact same time, and we were so overjoyed. And that very same day, a young lady that we knew really well had a beautiful little baby girl, and the little baby girl was very healthy, and the mother uh, lost her life during uh, the uh, the birth of that child. And I, I just maybe felt like today somebody needed to hear this, that you can rejoice and you can grieve and you you can do both and, and it's okay. And, and that's what I love about sports, that now while these, these two men, this did not happen on the on the playing field itself, they were men that we identified with. Maybe Peyton Hillis for some of you younger guys. For me, both Peyton Hillis and Joe Delaney, I could identify with because, you know, I was alive when both played the game. And uh, and while one was a tragedy, it cannot be lost that Joe Delaney was such a hero. And maybe we throw that name hero around and, you know, Charles Barkley, and he did it kind of as a, uh, as really kind of a way to wake parents up when he did the, uh, the commercials for Nike way back in the 80s and 90s about, uh, I'm not a role model, you know, just because I play basketball, I'm not, I'm not your, you know, your, your kid's parent. And, but that was to get really, he, he told the story how that really was to get parents uh, to, you know, to realize their role and how how much more their role is important in a child's life than his role, and he is a he actually is a very good role model and has been uh, for uh, for for kids, especially later after playing. But today, I, I thought you know Peyton Hillis and Joe Delaney are great role models. Yeah, they're athletes, but they're role models. And there's a lot of people who are not athletes that are great role models. But today, on this day, and in a few days, on June 29th, we'll celebrate 40 years that Joe Delaney's gone. And this week, we celebrate uh, Peyton Hillis' total recovery. 
And it reminds us that that's very much what life is like. Life is weeping one day and celebrating another, but we embrace it all. And it all kind of makes life what it is. It's the texture of life. It's the rough and it's the smooth. It's the mountain and it's the plain. It's, it's what life is. It's what sports is. And uh, it reminds us, I think what it reminds us of most, we can play the game, we can cheer, we can be on opposing sides, we can beat each other's throat, uh, and we can yet realize that at the end of the day, there's so much more to life than sports, and that is life itself. And so I hope you enjoyed it tonight. I, hope it, I know it was a little heavy. We'll, we'll, I've got a, a great thing I'm working on for you, for, uh, or we are working on. It's, it's a team effort, uh, the Minute with the Goat, and we hope to uh, drop that to you in a few days. Uh, and we'll get that out to you and kind of lighten things up a little bit. Didn't want to tell you about something real quick. I want to remind you about the coolest Medicare podcast that will be coming soon. Also, don't give up on Doc. He's coming back. Just had all these uh, kind of technical difficulties. And then I want to tell you about one of our new sponsors, uh, Red Wave Box. You said, what in the world is that? Well, get ready because uh, in uh, in uh, September, I believe, they will roll it out, and it's going to be a subscription box. Great gift for Christmas time, and uh, it's going to be a box chock full of great items. And uh, they gave us a little bit of insight of what they're going to be sending to you, but you'll get a box every month, uh, and it'll be chock full of items uh, that are for MAGA uh, members, for uh, con- uh, real conservatives, not uniparty conservatives, not GOP establishment. They won't like anything in there. Uh, but uh, we're going to have some great things for you. And I'll be giving you a little bit more. I'll have one of the boxes here on the show and we'll go through it. Uh, but keep that in mind. Keep looking for the Red Wave box coming soon. And you can start joining the list. It's going to be a limited offer. Uh, and so you want to get on that list. Uh, so drop me a note. Say, hey, I want to be on it. And uh, we'll we'll get you going. Don't forget about Red River Auto, uh, the most patriotic car dealership in town. And then last but not least, uh, MyPillow.com. And use that promo code RED uh, and get some of those wonderful, wonderful Giza Dream Sheets. Thank you so very much for sticking with me. Thank you for sticking with us. We got some great things planned. We got some new things coming for you. Uh, we're going to be going to video here uh, in in the very short. We've already got the equipment in, so a lot planned. Tell somebody about us. Uh, pick us up on any podcast platform. We're on Apple now. We're on Spotify. Uh, we're on the podcast uh, Podbean app as well. Uh, thank you. Make sure you join our socials. Like and follow. And thank you for being with us. We appreciate you so very much and uh, hope you have a wonderful, wonderful uh, Wednesday and Thursday. Okay? Take care. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Red Bull Sports Podcast. Brought to you by the Doc Washburn Show Family of Podcasts, a Yetcher Media Company.